With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Okay, let's roll, dudes. And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, what's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. I'm going to pass on a little information that shouldn't surprise anybody here, especially if you're a driver <laughs> in the, on the interstates in Baton Rouge. Louisiana's ranked number two as the highest overall average premium for auto insurance. It's because there's a lot of bad drivers out there. And this is why it's important for you to shop for your insurance rates when it's time to renew your car insurance. The one place I suggest you go is Athlon Insurance. It's an independent agency, and they will use several different companies to shop for the best rates for you. Dwayne Moran has been doing this for over 13 years now. He knows what he's doing. He has a qualified staff. All their companies are top-rated, and they'll provide a full comparison to see if you're getting the best price for you. In today's market, how do you know if you're getting the best rate, the best company, or the best coverage? Dwayne Moran and his crew at Athlon Insurance are going to make sure you get the right price, the right coverage for what you need to survive on the roads here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So check them out, Dwayne Moran and Athlon Insurance. Coffee drinkers, I am speaking to you now, my brethren, my people. You want good coffee when you wake up in the morning. You don't want to have to be getting up and drinking mediocre coffee. That's not going to help you get through the morning. That's not going to help you get through the day. You need quality coffee, and that's why you need to check out Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Brewed right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Chris and Stevie at Cafecito Coffee Roasters only source the highest quality coffee beans from around the world. Not the country, the world. They don't grow coffee beans here in the States. You have to go to like Columbia and all these other places where the climate is just right for the quality of beans that Stevie and Chris are bringing in for Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Their roasting process is second to none, so they can make sure when it goes into the bag and it goes out in the store shelves, you're getting the highest quality coffee beans from anywhere else in the entire world. I promise you this. Their coffee is amazing. You can find their coffee all over Baton Rouge at grocery stores. I'll give you two examples. Alexander's Highland Market, Calandro's Supermarket, or you can actually order online as well, cafecito.com, C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. Get your coffee fix and get it from Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Pelican Craft Brands is Louisiana's newest craft beer distributor, and when I say they're looking out for the little guy, they are completely looking out for the little guy. You're not going to get buried behind all the national brands. When they come to you and they pick you up and they pick up your product, they are supporting you 100%. They are behind you 
all of the way. They don't have vendors or suppliers. They have partners and customers. That's how they look at it. They are the final step in the process to bring great craft beers, distilleries, and non-alcoholic beverages to the market. So it's not only craft beers. They're going after the whole show. Producers work hard and risk it all for their passion, and they recognize that, and that's why they take such great care to make sure they deliver the freshest product to their customers. Let me give you a rundown of the breweries they currently offer to you, the public. Southern Craft Brands right here in in Baton Rouge, Huckleberry Brewing out of Alexandria, Louisiana, All Relations just opened in New Orleans, great beer from those guys, Paradox Beer out of Divide, Colorado. They're even bringing in small craft breweries from out of state that you can't get anywhere around and bringing those to you as well. Rally Cap that just opened here in Baton Rouge, great place. Ology Brewing Company out of Tallahassee, Florida. I hope I'm saying that right. It's a weird name. (laughs) <laughs> Parlow Beer Lab coming soon out of New Orleans. I know they're distributing in New Orleans, not yet in Baton Rouge, but it's coming. If you're a bar or a supermarket owner and you're looking to get local and regional craft beers on the shelf and you want the freshest stuff there and you want a company that you can rely on to make your deliveries when you need them, go no further. Pelican Craft Brands has you covered. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and love talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to another brand new episode of the ABV Podcast I am Chuck P. I just wanted to do a little intro before we get started with this episode. This is a uh, a shit show episode, I guess you would say, that isn't with Ross and Jess like it normally is. We do the shit shows uh, together and drink random beers and talk about stuff. This kind of became a shit show over at Gilla brewing company not because of the fact that we were drunk but because of the fact that we had recorded one show that i was going to specifically use for radio purposes to air for the abv podcast on talk 107.3 on saturday nights but unfortunately for some unknown reason that episode didn't come out right (laughs) i don't know what other way to put it that would be the episode you would be hearing now But for some odd reason, for the 45 minutes that we recorded, there's a lot of skipping. There's a lot of double tracks going on with uh, people talking over people or people repeating things they had just said 10 seconds ago. I don't know what happened. I couldn't fix it. I messed with it for over a week trying to figure out what went wrong. I don't know. So... Unfortunately, I'm going to have to trash that one. And to Derek and Brad and uh, everyone over at Gilla, Cliff Decato, who was with us as well, and Jordan from Pelican Craft Brands, I apologize. That episode will not be airing. We'll have to get back together and do a, another one for radio. But we did keep recording after that one. This episode, well, this whole segment that we recorded is a two-hour uh, segment, but I broke it up. 
in two different ones because I didn't want to put out a whole two-hour show. So this one is about an hour and five minutes long, and then I'll throw out the next one in a week or so. And that'll be part two of this Gilla shit show, I guess we'll call it. I don't know. Uh, but that's how I described it when we started. But I just wanted to put this in front to let everybody know what was going on with that. And to apologize as well to Derek and Brad um, for somehow screwing up that episode that I wanted to put on the radio. We wanted to put here as a podcast for you guys to hear as well. But hopefully we can get back together again and drink some more beers with those guys and uh, do another one that we'll be able to air on the radio and here for you to listen to. So right now, here is part one of the Gilla shit show on the ABV podcast. Yeah, it was damn good. Yeah. You, you want to start? You, you want to start another one? I just started it. We're just going to go ahead and just go it. home. Right. Yeah, just, this will be like a shit show episode where like it'll just be a podcast episode. And we can just do whatever we want. Well, this isn't for radio. All right. It's us drinking and fucking talking and it's doing not whatever. for radio. Yeah, we're just like, going to drop like F-bombs and all that good stuff. Cliff. What was like the other for? That was for radio. Did we cuss on that one? We Did said it? shit a few yeah. times, but I can I can block those out. All right, good. you gotta say earmuffs, man. <laughs> oh, We're good. Well, that one's fine. That'll be fine. This one we can say whatever we want. All right, good. The, on these, I just normally hit record and we just go. Yeah, we do this at Ross's house all the time. Look at this motherfucker. Pool. Look at that. That's a like carrot. Holy monkey! That Holy that looks shit. like that. Uh, like starting to show off right here. Yeah, yeah right. looks like the fruit, <laughs> like the fruit right smoothie now. that oh. we brought yeah. in. From, no, that's that's, that's thicker than the fruit smoothie. That's the shit show. <laughs> that's the shit show. <laughs> I just always hit record and let it go. Uh, he's gonna get the fruit. I'm gonna get the carrot. Oh my god! Come on, yeah, you're gonna get the whole carrot. Still slow sipping over there. So we are drinking. Uh, this is from Urban that's how you South. Keep the weight down there. Houston. But it's Urban South Houston, and this is the spill, which is their fruited sour mango carrot. My bad. Man, the carrot does smell like. It's what? we brought yeah. in. A, <laughs> we brought in that beer from uh, er, um, Untitled Art that was just like that. It was a that mango carrot. was super, super thick. Too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bro. Straight up carrot juice. Yep. I think this has more carrot than the one I have. This from, tastes from like Urban fresh South. out the garden carrot. Like, I mean, like, yeah. Wow. I think I may like Zoni's better. Uh, I think I have to agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like this. This is good, but I feel like Zoni's is, is just a little bit better. Zoni's had a little bit more twang. I think they, what, they had the passion fruit in it, too. Yeah. Zoni's is also less Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. it. Yeah. Like, like, listen, this smells sweetness. like they just pulled it from the garden. Like, this straight up. Poured just, it in a glass. Like, they, 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 somebody's in the back with the carrot right now, just going at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, on the nose, it's just, like, like, straight up, like, you were in the garden. Like, Jim brought the damn carrots in, and Bob's is, like, shredding that shit on there. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, I mean, boom. Like, 100%. I don't even think he washed it, because I got a little dirt in my... <laughs> I actually it's, got a little... little, little yeah. Uh, black speck the color is great on it. I mean, the color is awesome. Phenomenal. Look at the black uh, specks on there. Yeah. yeah that, oh, you got some dirt? That is... Uh, that's what we in the brew... The, the colors. Value added. There you go. Yeah, I'm not too big on the nose. I don't care for the nose at all, but flavor wise it's it's pretty damn good. It kinda smells like caramel on the nose. God damn. That might be that stout left over. That that stout (laughs) that stout's just lingering. Yeah, that's a little bit extra. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting healthy though drinking this. Like yeah, it's like yeah, main squeeze. It's V8. I don't. I do not feel like I'm drinking a beer. Like this is like some kind of like protein thing you get at at Gold's Gym. Yeah. Holy crap! It's good. It's not Zony Mash good, but it's good. 
It's That's a, just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I I did two flights at Zoni, and King of Carrots was my Dude, favorite beer there. So I, I, mean, I drank a lot of that beer there and here. That's still, <laughs> the, best, I still the best beer I've had Zoni's put out as King of Carrots, in my opinion. I agree. The um, what? Are you okay? <laughs> it's so it's so chunky right here. <laughs> well, so you got like actual <laughs> carrots in, in yeah. your glass. Will drink faster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is straight carrot, bro. Derek's got a point. I mean, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> hurry up. This is, this is carrots, bro. Oh, like, man. I don't I don't get no beer aspect anywhere in this thing. Yeah. Like I think I just finished a full like I, I think it was leg day. I just, got, I just finished that, and I'm gonna get a salad after. I mean, this is super super carrot. Like, the bottom yeah. of that can. Bro, look, Derek bringing out the big guns. Wait, turn it upside down. What the hell? So Cliff don't complain about getting on it. That's not like it's a Cliff problem, not your problem. That's all. I'm Holy saying. shit, man! I mean, yeah, now, all right. So you've had you've had the Zoni Mash King of Carrot Flowers. Yeah. Oh, How does abs- that compare? Absolutely, but I mean, I didn't drink the bottom of the can. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I, I I feel like I can't give a proper review on this particular beer. I mean, I've I've, I've got- had three spills from uh from uh, Urban South in Houston. Okay. Phenomenal. The marshmallow one was they knocked it out of the park. And like this one, I'm like, if this would have been my first one, I'd just been like, I, I don't get the hype. But I'm gonna give it the, the pass just because it's I got to buy with a can. I don't know. Like I'm, I like carrots. <laughs> like maybe you should have added some ranch dressing in there. I, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it just ain't working. Like there's nothing about this that says beer. And you'd have handed me and told me, what, what is the ABV on that? Did they say? Might not even be on the can. They should though. I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah. easier to not do it if you Either don't have way, to the, on a beer the, like the that. The guy they that's don't, yeah, yeah, they probably don't even know. I wouldn't put it on there, right? But the guy that's brewing there, he knocks everyone out of the park. Yeah. And for this one, I mean, I I give it a bunt single. Like he didn't mean to bunt, and he <laughs> he got on first. Because I mean, the guy's usually home run after home run with all his beers he brews. But this one, man, I mean. <sighs> It's just one of those things. Like, see, I love. King- I'm gonna love- get night vision from drinking this. Five percent, it says on untapped. Five percent. Okay. I love the king of carrot from Zona. Yeah, but yeah. Then I didn't really care for the carrot cake. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was how too sweet. No, too sweet. Too sweet. I thought it was a little too sweet. I just, I don't know. Like my wife, she liked it a lot. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes I have just super high expectations for some things. Especially like when we do things too, and just when it um, tastes, I'm like, God, man, I just want it like decent, you know? Yeah. Why the fuck did we do? Son of a bitch. That's the nice thing about brewing your own beer, though, right? You you do it, and you're like, all right, if I just would have added this little tweak, and then you could do it again. And you are your own worst critic, though. Yeah. Yeah. It it'll also drive you crazy. Yes. Yeah, cuz yeah, you'll sure. you'll do that tweak and then it's like, "Oh, it was better last time." That's why we try to keep good notes now. Cuz we did some beers at first and we didn't have any notes and it was like, "Damn, what did we put in that? How how much was that last time we had this, but how much did we really put in it?" So now it's like, "Okay, go back and say, yeah, we actually put this amount in it." That's like I'm thinking Starburst Zach was like, "How much Starburst do you want to do for the for the orange?" And I was like, "27 pounds sounds like a good start to me." There you go. You know, we'll. Uh, he didn't mess Cliffs up so bad. He's just walking around the brewery, the, the tapper, looking at paintings. We did, yeah. we did, I, I like we it. We did 15 pounds. I don't know if I 485 <laughs> like it. I'd go, I'd go 150. But, uh, no, all right. Yeah, he I'd go, go call her up because this will work in the game room, but 
That's a little, yeah, it's just it's some high price stuff, though. Yeah, we're, it's just high, dog. I might, we're I might looking see at paintings I might, I might inside see, of I might see where she's yeah. at at 150. I actually, totally messed up. I actually like the one over there. Yeah, that was cool, too. It's yep. music, and you can actually see, like, a, a saxophone in it. And like some music. Is it the same that's artist or? Yeah, she's got all four. Okay, of these. all four. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I put that Gila in my bedroom. That one, four eighty-five over there too. <laughs> that, thing will, that thing will slice you up with oh, some I'll jagged edge. Yeah, a friend of mine's uncle made that at his machine shop in uh, Texas for yeah, us. That's cool. He did that and made all the tap handles for us. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, she's a local artist. She uh, actually, my best friend's wife. Uh, she grew up with her, and she messaged me and said, "Hey, you want to fill up any walls with artwork?" I was like, "We got a lot of wall space. Uh, I have at it." Oh, Cliff, Cliff gonna get the first pour this time. So. <laughs> He's learned his mistake. He's ready. This was pouring. Wow, look at that from the get go. Jeez. Golly. Fruit cocktail. Yay. Fruit cocktail frosé from King's me of, Brewing. It just reminds me of half baked. Yeah. The gauge of cocktail fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Score master ain't always gonna be here for you. When I come back, I want some of that cocktail. Fruit. <laughs> and just imagine when they do the Hydra. It's even thicker than that. Wow. Like I, I'm, so, I'm shocked. Just the regular frosé is, is, the, is what it is. My doctor says I need a bacchiatum. Bacchiatums. <laughs> King Brewing, Cal- California, huh? Okay. Yeah, not familiar with these guys. Whoa, that's good. Is it bad that I like I start seeing new beer that I don't recognize and I start going like brewery shopping? I'm like, hmm, how can we get these guys to send us beer here in Louisiana? Job. Actually, Kings, Kings is more where you could pursue. But you can't go pursue like monkish, right? Yeah, no, well, but yeah, Kings, they can't get them outside of their state. You know, I mean, you've heard of monkish, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so where monkish is at, they make a triangle. You have monkish, kings. Uh, what's the other guys? Oh, damn it! It's um, they do all like the, the, the Roman, Dark Age uh, labels on your beer, but. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't These, think of the name. It, they make a triangle where Torrance, it's all outside of L.A. So you got Retro, Cucamonga, Torrance. Mosca. Huh? Is it Mosca? No, it's not Mosca. Mosca's in that, in, around there, but they, these guys make a triangle. Damn, I can't think of the other guys got right, right now. Maybe it'll come it's the to one me. they do, Kings does the collabs with, right? The Hydra one? Yeah, that, yeah. But it's it's not, it's a different, It's a, there's three breweries that are like within 20 minutes from each other. But Kings... Makes a lot more cans than Monkish does, right? So I think Kings would be a, a thing that you guys could pursue because, as you can tell by even by the label, they, they, they make labels of mass produce, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Kings is, is known for their frosés and uh, some of their IPAs, which we'll have later on. I, got, I brought an IPA as well. Wow. Um, pretty solid it's, stuff. Uh, That's really good. Is it, really is that good. The, is it Mortalis? With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Mortalis does the Hydra. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But they're in New York. Yeah, but they, they, they do a lot of little little uh, collabs with uh, Kings mm. when it comes to the Hydra. That's a good beer. So I can see Fruit Cocktail Hydra coming, and it's going to be stupid good because it's already solid. I'm just going to have to do a fruit cocktail and just call it Cocktail Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, people will get Why it. Why not? Right? Yeah. Or you, 
Isn't there a movie called Cocktail? You could just find a good line from that movie. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. We, we, do some research. We do like the uh, the movie references. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. But that's kind of what put them on the map. Is is their frosés? Yeah. And then their hydro frosés. They did with the collabs. And so frosé is is just their. That's what they're calling their. Yeah. Their fruit like you got your lushes. Yeah. Their frosés are the, are what, you know. And then like like Urban South Spill. Mm. Yep. What what's uh what's Ingeniuses, what do they call theirs? Oh, um, the Smarties. Smarties, yeah, yeah, Smarties. Smarties. It's so speaking of ingenious, they're distributed now in Texas, but I was told they're going to make their way more east, and they probably start like in Lake Charles soon yeah. or, or Lafayette. Yeah. Are you guys looking at them as well, or are you going to talk to them? About no, Chris had talked to them. Yeah, we've had conversation. I think it was just a matter of them. It, they they just got to get the production to Correct. where they right. can meet our demand. And honestly, the the demand has been pretty good in this area. So I think we've caught a couple of breweries off guard yep. with uh, you know, when we brought them here, and then we started asking them for more and more, and they're like, oh. Oh. Y'all, y'all, need, y'all need that much? Like, okay, all right. It's like Louisiana, like, right, man. We, we, we drink over here, buddy. We weren't this expecting we this. Uh, yeah, it, it's been good. Um, it's a good we just drink a shitload of stuff. Yeah. But then when we drink quality, then yeah, yeah. 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 still drink a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 A little more of that. I don't know if you heard of us. We like to travel and out and just drink people out of alcohol. That's what we do. We, we've done it to a couple of breweries. I mean, it, it's, we've done it to a couple uh, of, of college stadiums. schools. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, stadiums uh, I, and the bars around them. Yeah, I, I think Ology. We, we forced their hand on production a little bit. They're going to have to produce more to meet our demands. Um, nice. I think uh, Untitled Art is. I mean, I, I know that we were pushing them pretty damn hard, and uh, I think they're having. I know they're producing more now. Uh, they just emailed us that they're going to have to make more to meet our demand. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's just going to continue yeah. here. <laughs> so where, where are we at on getting Southern Grist here? I know y'all had some rumors. That conversations, man. I mean, it, I, <laughs> like, it, we've had a lot of conversations with a lot of different people, and um, most of the time it's we can't meet demand in our given area. Uh, so what honestly what we need right now what what would really give us a big boost on just bringing some of these guys here for the first time Mm -hmm. would be a festival i mean if we could get somebody like all relation or courtyard or somebody to throw a big festival so they want to come down here first to see the the market or yeah i just think the introduction you know a lot of it's relationships so if, if there was a festival in place where we brought all these guys in we we could all meet them show them you know where the market it's at and just get their beer here for the first time because they they would have they would require them to send beer here for a festival. I, I can give you so. my spreadsheet of how much Southern Grist I've ordered and sold through the hollers. <laughs> I mean, we we, 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 we we've done probably three to four cases at a time. We have to do a release, and I mean that's just on a local level in a neighborhood, right? So, so if we had a space, we could definitely do it here. That's I mean, yeah. that's what I want to do here is is well once cool. we build our bigger place the, the lot, is have. You know, a festival each year and have like, like Jay Wakefield does. Yeah, like a bunch of breweries. You know, Wake but the Fest. thing, the thing with doing that too is, the thing that sucks here is once again it's the laws, man. You know, getting, yeah. getting the, you got to get it shipped through a distributor and you got to get it here. Which, thankfully, y'all do with craft and like you said, 
got to use you to get the beer here. You develop the relationship and say, hey, you know, yeah. how about you send me some kegs just on the reg, you know? Um, you know, that's one thing Scott did. I mean, Scott was pretty much the only one doing that, you know, pure project and stuff from time to time when he would do his hop festival. Yeah. 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 Hopefully hop fest will come back next year. I mean, that Scott was, I mean, he's been the pioneer to this point with bringing in breweries from out of state and really pushing them to, to send beer here for, for festivals. So, um, well, so at this point next year, everything is back to normal. Yes. Yes. Because if not, then we're all in trouble. Well, I think it's it's, it's going to be a normal, but I don't think it's going to be the normal normal. Um, so, did anybody see the smaller uh, scale stuff? Astruma said they got all their permits today. I thought they got all their permits three months ago and three months before that. Three months before that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, I mean, I, uh, <clears throat> the last I heard, Matthew Wiggins is no longer involved with Astruma. Yeah, yeah, I actually heard that. So, well, that's uh, true. Yeah. I got that vibe yeah. uh, when he came make his last pickup about two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, Wiggins, you still got but, beer in my house? Come pick it up. Yeah, if not, I'm gonna go buy it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're supposed to open like July Fourth weekend. Like they're supposed to be opening. So is Nick still there brewing? As far as I know, Nick is still the brewer. Nick has not stopped brewing. <laughs> they still brew beers there. They keep adding stuff to my untapped. I'm like, you're not even opening. You're just adding beers yeah, to the untapped. So, so That's weird. weird. Like, I did a podcast there over almost two years ago. And drank beer from was Jeremy Waters, who was their original uh-huh, brewer. Yeah, yeah. Drank beer from there, uh, and they had what's his name? I can't remember his name now. That ran the tap room at Tin Roof for a while. Uh, oh, I don't know. God, what is his name? Anyway, they he left Tin Roof and went to Astruma, and he was going to run their tap room. And like, I had all of Jeremy's beers, and they were actually really good. I was looking forward to like trying it out, and then Jeremy left because they were just still. Couldn't get their stuff together. Yeah. He brewed some yeah. good beers, man. Like I was impressed. He's a good dude. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we went. Shoot, that that just put it in perspective. We went there January two years ago. Me, Brad, and Alex Wiggins invited us there. They pretty much had everything to go. They still needed some things to go with the brewing system. They needed to hook up. But I mean, yeah. the, the place was, was cool. Done. Yeah. And. It was like, man, these dudes are ready to open. And then we poured concrete in March. <laughs> and that same year, they were done. We poured concrete in March, opened in October, and here we are now still. And I'm just like, man, yeah. you know, a lot. But that's when you think about it, you know, you say that Jeremy left and now Matt's not there. You know, I mean, a lot of shit can happen. Yeah. In that yeah, amount of time, you know. Yeah. And, uh, it's so weird. They, they, they have had a lot of issues. I mean, it, it and some of it out of their control. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get into details. It, it, legal stuff brought upon them. That, they're in Newberville Parish, right? They're yeah. They're not in East Baton Rouge. So, I guess, yeah, you know. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't something that they could control. It was, it was brought upon them. And then they worked through it. It was actually concluding right before COVID, COVID hit. hit. Yeah, and... I mean, the location they have, like, you know, what they so have out there, that whole barn set up and everything is awesome. Oh, it's nice. It's really, really killer. And I was just looking forward to them opening with Jeremy Brewing, and then when Jeremy left, they got Nick, and I'm like, all right, well, I mean... And Wiggins kept saying, it's coming, it's coming, and I hear, well, Wiggins is out of it. I'm like, what the hell? Well, that's the, that's the thing, you know, and, and the bad thing about them was they're in Iberville, but they're on, like, the tip of Iberville on the other side of the river. Yeah, nobody yeah. gives a shit about that. No. You know, if unless you're on the other side of the river, we're in Plaquemine or something, you know, that's where it is. You're just kind of on the Nobody thinks about Iberville on this side. Exactly. No. It's always and, on, across the you river. Know, 
I always thought that con- I thought it was a neat concept for a destination, but I always said the same thing is you're gonna have to pump out some hammers, man. Yeah, for sure. To to get people to come to that location, because I mean that's the thing. It's yeah. tucked away. It's you, like I mean you could you could hit Tin Roof, go there, and then hop on 74 and hit hit us. Yeah, for sure. And make a circle. When, and you could almost that's what I say. You could almost make a a, a square if you're Southern Crab, and now you have rally cap, so you kind of kind of yeah, make that loop, that, you know. Yeah. But like one thing I will say, Wiggins had was a great idea. Was he wanted to do a Neapolitan, a Neapolitan yeah. stout, but that he was, wanted one brewery to make the chocolate, one to make the strawberry, one to make the vanilla. You have to go hit all and you hit all of yeah. and you mix it together. Pretty genius idea. Sometimes yeah, yeah. Wiggins has a good thought every now was and then. Was it was it was it, <laughs> was it was it was a good idea? I, I was for it, man. Yeah, I mean, it was a good idea. Oh, I mean, man. obviously the. Vanilla or strawberry would have been lacking a little bit on our part because you know we don't have a little bit. But yeah. I'll tell you what, though, man, like how uh, how Jay and Matt Moscona and Lee Feinswag put together the 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 bus tour for craft breweries, like they did a North, a North Shore mm-hmm. the first year, and then the second year they hit up. Uh, well, not North Shore. The first year they hit did New Orleans. Second year North Shore, and they were putting one together for this year. To hit all the all the Baton Rouge, like all the local breweries around here, then COVID nineteen hit, but they're still determined. Like Matt brought it up the other day, he's like, like hopefully maybe August or September, we'll go back to some kind of normalcy, put together a bus tour where we can go and hit Tin Roof. Hopefully Cypress Coast will be open by then. You hit them, maybe Estrema will be open. We come out here to Gila, we hit Rally Capital, yeah, hit all with, of our local breweries. What's up with Cypress? Anybody heard? Yeah, anything? I, I talked to him the other day. I mean, it's. So, are they brewing? Are they even brewing right they now? They can't. They can't. They can't. Yeah, they did a collab with Bru- with Brewery, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it's like I don't, I don't want to like, I guess, tell anybody's like information, but it, it's just, it's it's been it's been issue after issue also with them that out of their control. Um, it, I think it, a lot of it has to do with their equipment coming in from out of country and. Okay. It, it has yeah, been problems with that. So. For sure, I could see that. I tried to tell people, they were like, oh, yeah, they're going to open it. I'm like, dude, they're not opening it at the end of the year. I'm like, I'm telling you, I didn't went through this process. <laughs> it's I like, I tell know you. this. I was like, if they say they're going to open it this day, add another four or five months to it. Yeah. And, and yeah. unfortunately, I think they probably would have been open if COVID maybe wouldn't have. But then that's like the Shin was saying they were going to open in April. I'm like, they probably open sometime, probably late fall. Yeah. Sometime, you know, I mean, dude, it's, it's, people don't realize the amount of shit. I mean, dude, we had to change our license just to sell beer in here to stay open, go to manufacturing, and I've been waiting a month just to get our license swapped back to what we originally had. Finally, they put it in the mail on Tuesday after Jesus. begging them for a month. And it's just like, Dude, we're just trying to make some beer. So yeah, this is the uh, that's lemony as shit. This is the this is the lemon ice. <laughs> this is the lemon ice box payal. Uh, the release this week. Um, like I said, we're gonna start doing the payal series each each um each month. We're gonna do a payal and a cobbler in time, and mix it up with fruit, you know. And um, and basically, this is graham crackers, vanilla, and lemon. Ooh, the graham so, crackers um, are there. Yeah, we the pie out series has been really good for us, and so is the cobbler. Um, you know, it's unique; it's fun to mess with. Yo. I'm getting more graham cracker on the taste than I am on the nose. On the nose, <laughs> I'm just getting straight up lemon. That's like, a fun beer right there. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we did the we did the key lime last month, and it was uh, it went well. I mean, Clint at uh, that O Point says it's the best sour he's had. 
Like so, Southern long. Prohibition should take their their ice, the lemon ice box thing, and like go hide in a corner somewhere. Yeah. This this is like punches them in the mouth. This, that is yeah, nuts. That's, that's big, man. Like yeah, because Southern you know Southern Prohibition did an ice box thing, and I'm like, this is two extremes. Like that's, that's one of those. The, the, lemon, out of the, park, man. the lemon and the key lime, especially the key lime puree this year that most people get, yeah. it's just super super pungent and tart. That's the best. And I mean we. We've been playing around with it. Yeah. Some people, like we did the, the She-Wolf, and we thought it was really good. I mean, it was tart. It packed a punch with the strawberries, yep. basically strawberry lemonade. But some people are like, oh, man, the lemon is just like, that, I mean, you want sour? Makes, you want sour? Yeah, that yeah, makes that sense. Because, uh, I we, want them as sour as possible. I want to feel that pucker back here. We, like, Westbrook's uh, uh, yeah. key lime pie you must have the same shit in it because this is pretty close. So I get a lot of that graham cracker pie. on the back end of it. Yep. Yeah, we've, we've really yeah. we've really nailed down the the graham cracker aspect we think in 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 the beers that we add the graham cracker to. Oh, same thing with the vanilla. Um, no, we've that's we've good. got a good uh, recipe. That's so, really good. So, <laughs> you so yeah, you gotta like lemon to like that beer. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm roll not, out. I'm not a big lemon fan, but I, I mean, okay, yeah, like I like here. lemon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not overpowering. It, no, it, no, the doors the over here. Doors. Hey, I ain't gonna look. I didn't say I was yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like a girl's right. got lemon so cookie. Lemon shortbreads, yeah. basically. Well, yeah. that's the thing, you know. We, Charles is not like. We did the blueberry, we did the key lime, we did lemon. The next month will be the boysenberry. I mean, we're going to do, obviously, we'll do a blackberry. We'll eventually add an apple. Uh, we did the blueberry. Alex, remember, Alex started the blueberry oh. pie series. Yeah. Blueberry. So we, we did a Oh, man. We did a blackberry cobbler. That's so. Cool. Um, that's not the same thing. No, it's the only I, I guess I'm uh, I'm defensive of uh, like beers with flavors in them now because with the Untitled Art stuff, sometimes oh. their beer could be polarizing. And oh, we brought time. in that strawberry banana beer recently. I love that beer. And it was I like some it. people were like, "Oh, this is banana." And it's like you bought a strawberry banana beer. <laughs> like you bought it. It's just like, like a smoothie. It, yeah, it does. It's it just like a, a fucking smoothie. Like it tastes should, like Smoothie King smoothie. I yeah. drank that and, beer actually today, and I love it. But I love banana. Yeah, like, I don't eat strawberries or bananas, and I love that beer. <laughs> what the hell do you eat? You don't like carrots, burgers, uh, <laughs> chicken tenders, uh, eating cloudberries. Is that your had, thing now? I had I had a Cajun turkey sandwich from Amar today for lunch. I mean, Ooh, potatoes. Amar, there you go. Oh, I, I missed that sandwich. Oh, uh, Cajun we, turkey we, we sandwich. We need to work on, on your diet to, outside of beer. So what's this diet you speak beers? of? We're gonna we're gonna work on it because like you're you're missing so many good beers because just because oh I don't eat lemon. I don't I don't eat. I'm drinking the lemon beer. I love this beer. This is great okay we'll work on it i'm a texture guy like i like the flavor of something but i don't like the <laughs> texture of something this is a good beer it's fun to no this is great one. this is fantastic great. it came out it came out well problem that's like we did the banana colada beer yep that was yeah. good too yeah, that was like our first billy banana well, it was heavy like, banana i thought more see, than the colada i love part. banana and like we we were sitting there i forget what we was doing brad's like all right hey look i mixed it up what you think i'm like or banana. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, More yeah. banana. So he's like, he's like, I, I put all the banana in it, dude. I was like, well, I guess we're I'm going to the store. <laughs> One of those things, especially with the lemon, man. Yeah. You can always add, never take it away. Yeah, right, yeah, for right. sure. You're right. With the lime that we had, like, we put way too much in that goza. But it was still good. Some people love it. Sure. Just, you know, it's, all, it's all personal preference. Yeah, what you think is like, ah, oh, this is too much. Somebody's like, no, this is perfect. I love this. Yeah. I'm thinking of just anything. Every beer is just subjective, period. You know, people want 
wanted more tart. People don't want yeah. it as tart, you know. People come That's, accustomed to certain things, and they like see probably the tartness people, on this is perfect. To people me. will probably say, some people will probably say on a tap that this is yeah, it's too tart. It's a little too tart. And yeah. to be honest with you, I'm not overly on the big tart side, but. I mean, I think most of our stuff, if I can drink it, most people would. Because I'm bad to tell you firsthand, you know, I'm not a huge, huge tart sour drinker. Yeah. 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 Um, I want all the tartness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's good beer. It's fun. Hey, bro. Skeeting all over everybody. Yeah. All over. Uh, no, Jordan, that's I, will, I am not going to. That's how you pour the crawler. That's how you pour the crawler. The crawler will be more. I'll tell you what. I'm. Uh, I'm actually impressed because I spill every damn time I, I pour. I, it. Normally I do. I'm shocked that I didn't. That, that, that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so next up, we've got the. Uh, this is the rally cap. Uh, what is it? The Winnie Pe- Peppercorn? Pe- Winnie Pepper, yeah. The Sandlot series uh, from Rally Cap. That's this with thing, uh, man. Jay Dakota's, uh coffee. You so said, it's like a it's a it's a golden uh, milk stout. You said Sandlot series. Yeah. So they're gonna do a, they're gonna do a few cool. different beers with Jay's coffee. coffee beans with different references to the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I pitched them one that we could do a, a Field of Dreams series. I said, yeah. we could do a Graham Cracker Stout. We call it Moonlight stole, Graham. I totally stole the beer. <laughs> I think uh, the picture. <laughs> Sandlot. I mean, so many. I mean, so many good. Like, we, we do our s'mores beers. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout. You get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Based off Sandlot, a small nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm thinking a cool name for a beer that nobody really gets would be Sandlot would be a Rector set. <laughs> the Rector set. Because ah. that was such big in the movie. Yeah. You know? um. Well... <laughs> That's a big. That's messed like, your head up. It's, it's weird. Like looking at it, you drink it. It's like that's some big coffee stuff going on. There's there a lot of on coffee, but this, yeah. this, is a, this is a style of beer I've never had. Which, it's, I mean, it's, that's what excites me about it. It's Jay's just, coffee. Uh, there's some vanilla and some lactose in it. Okay, yeah, the, the vanilla is so, definitely and there. some cacao nibs, I think, as well. White stout craze. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I like it. I didn't know how I'd feel about it, but I'm just like what Brad said. I guess I just kind of want that thicker stout base to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this doesn't like this is. I guess you call it a summer stout. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you 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 call it. That makes sense. I mean, like I said, for what it is, I think it's. I think it's done well. Yeah, I mean, if you say stout to some people and it's dark color, they're gonna think of that, and it's like June. They're going, "Oh God, that's too thick and too heavy. I'm not gonna drink it." You should not be prejudiced against what color your stouts are. (laughs) I agree. All stouts matter. You're right. I could drink a full twelve ounces of this, so I think you know it's, it's not. Like some stouts it's are just so overly, heavy that you can't drink too a lot of it's it. It's like a it's like a iced latte or something. Like yeah, you know, 
It's not overly coffee. A lot of the vanilla's coming out in it. How do you brew that differently than a regular stout? What's what's different about this? I mean, because I don't put any roasted malts in it. So no roasted malts. Okay. Yeah. Zero base, probably light, a little crystal caramel, malt, yeah, maybe crystal 20, 30. Okay. I mean, it looks like a golden ale. It might be Maris yeah. Otter. I'm saying, like, what makes, it, just, what makes it still a stout? Otter in there. Get a little bit of biscuit. Get a little bit of biscuit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe like Vienna or something. But what yeah. makes it still a stout, but it's not a stout? Oh, I mean, it's a high ABV. Well, what? No, it's only like 5.3. Yeah, it's 5.3, so. So it's almost like a... I think it's just more of a preference. You're going to call it a golden stout than it is. It, it's supposed yeah. to. It's supposed to just play mind tricks. It, it well, really, no, it, you, which you, it does. Like it, it's know, kind of, it reminds me of the Waking Dead Coach from Bayou Tesh. Like yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. like this, but when you you smell it and drink it, it smells like fucking cold brew so this coffee. Is, this is like Jay's oh, shit. coffee blend. Yeah, Jay's uh, Jay's coffee. I, I'm pretty. Strict about I'm just saying, does this, this, yeah. this, 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 he sources his beans from a, a small farm in the Dominican Republic. They get shipped from there to this college in Pennsylvania where he does this, collaborates with this program with them, and they ship the beans here. Cafecito Coffee Roasters roast the beans for him. He sells whole beans at Calandro's and Alexander's, and you can buy them online and stuff. Yeah. So that's saying, what the, that's what it's this made is, with. Does this beer make you want to jump off the diving board and sink to the bottom and almost drown for a kiss? Hmm. <laughs> Look, that's, that's, what, that's the big question that's the here. Question. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, <laughs> I, that's why I was saying, like, why did they, they pick Wendy? I'll be honest, for the first time one? they're brewing it. Wendy Pepper. I corn. mean, I, I like it. I mean, no, no, but what it is, is it's done well. To where it finishes sweet and bounces out the acidity from the coffee. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, I'm not a big coffee beer guy, no. but I, it, I, I enjoy this one. It's, right. it's Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, vanilla's very prevalent. Because the blonde. It's, it's white yeah, and yeah. milky. Yeah. You know, it's like Wendy Peppercorn. The, 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 the milky but skin. And, I, 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 I do know. agree with Derek said. I just wouldn't jump off a dumb board and feel like I'm, you know, drowning. To, but, right. Yeah. But, no, it, I mean, like, it is actually for me because I'm not a big <laughs> coffee guy, but I just when it I comes mean, to the name of it, I just wouldn't call it Wendy. I would have eaten Twitter. <laughs> but because I, I mean, like as a kid watching this show, like when you're Capricorn, like that's what you want to get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want to fuck this eight, beer. So kids, <laughs> we got we got to watch. And look, in the Me Too movement of today, we have to watch how we like find ways to make a girl make out. But with I, so but I will, I will drink this beer. I mean, for what it, for yeah, what it did. What they say, Squints had like eight kids. Word. Do you want to have eight kids? Yeah. Yeah, I like. I was like twelve kids. I prefer. It was a, a litter. As a, as a summer a stout. Yeah, it's a cool beer. Yeah. And you're, you're right. I think this is something you can drink in the summer as, if you want to call yeah, it a stout. I, like I, I want that roasty coffee kind of chocolate flavor. It's there. I mean, know, I mean let's but, be honest. The, the the whole idea of a white stout is a novelty anyway. I mean, yeah, it's, sure. it's 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 meant to just play tricks yeah. with your head. I mean, I was always the dude that would bring a, like a six pack of Guinness out to a tailgate because I'm like, I want to drink stouts today. Well, that's, yeah. Screw you. <laughs> that's like so. Great Notion did the unbalanced breakfast. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't he call that a white stout? Yeah. Because everything about that beer is stout, but it's not a stout. Like it's basically the blueberry and the double stacks combined, but in a sour form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm a little uneducated when it comes to these white stouts. Styles, yeah, I don't know much about them either. I mean, the more beer <laughs> keeps expanding, just the lines between styles just keep getting they get blurry. Blurry, like it, yeah. you know, and. I mean, a white stout is not a real thing, but it's fun to do one because you can kind of mess with people's head, you know? Say, no. hey, this is this is a this is a white stout, and they're like, but that that's not what if, stout looks like. But if you're like a like if you're a coffee fan and you look at the rev and you're like, in people's heads they see that dark and they're thinking thick, 
chewy. It's summer. I don't want to drink that. But then you show them this. It's like, no, this is a coffee beer as well. Yeah. They'll gravitate towards this. Overall, I, I think the coffee blend is really good, though. Like it's I a said, good balance. It's like yeah, it's it's more. I find it's more yeah. vanilla than coffee. Like the coffee's there, yeah. Yeah. but there's a lot of vanilla. But like I said, I, I yeah. I'm very strict on coffee yeah. beers. Period. <laughs> I drank coffee milk from the time I was four till I was twelve, and yeah, I got burnt sure. out on coffee. That may be why I like it. Grandma would slap the shit off you if you didn't drink yeah. coffee milk. Like I drank yeah. coffee milk every morning. My, my grandma, you're right. My grandma got hooked me up on, on it, and then my mom got mad at my grandma because I had to have coffee milk every morning. Like when I woke up. I didn't get out of the bed till my mom brought me coffee milk. <laughs> so maybe that's why I like this because it's on that that's coffee milk. Yeah. yeah now y'all figured out what the hell's wrong with me. I drank coffee milk for 18 yeah. minutes. I didn't take meth. I just no, drank coffee milk. I was coffee. thinking more of the problem that you wouldn't get out of bed till your mom brought yeah, exactly. you. I'm not going to finish the day you get your butt in. I'm not fucking getting up to go to school until you get my so coffee milk. So maybe that's yeah. why I like this, but I, I am, when I drink beers that, have a lot more, that are more coffee forward, uh, it, it depends on the on the blend. So, well, good. I brought, our, good I brought our coffee, but I'm gonna pull it out. Too. All right, good. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Because because I thought Jada Cody did a good job with this blend. He's got a coffee here, so maybe I want to try a little bit of his coffee with some milk. I see in it. Normally with coffee, I tend to put like a lot of cream and sugar. Like if it's community or something. Like we got community at work. I'm not a big fan of community, so I got I got I have to pour like sugar and cream in it. With Jay's coffee, it's the one coffee that I'll drink with nothing in it. It's got some nutmeg flavors that? to it and stuff yeah. like that. She was shanking in the neck. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 look, I'm saying it's cool. I grew up on coffee milk as well, but that's one of the few coffees I could drink black with no problem. That's I, I, I get bags of cafe cedar every now and then, yeah. and oh, oh, that's the, the only one I'll, I'll drink those black. Yeah, yeah. the cafe cedar ones. I mean, that's just... My, my wife still has to have. I still have to put milk in it for my wife, but for me, they like, get I'm they get good beans. Point. Their roasting process is like it's second to none. They get flavors out of coffee beans that I never knew existed in a coffee bean. I figured a coffee bean was like one style, and that was it. Every, but, th- every time I think of <laughs> you say black coffee, it reminds me of Zach and Mary. <laughs> Can I get a coffee black? Yeah. <laughs> Can't you see me talking? White? Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Alright, so what, what is this? This is, is from Parlo. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, so wife would dig this. Zagos like, like, him. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. That is good. What's the name that's, of this? That's, like, the wife would drink a six pack of that Prosecco shit. Wow. De, de and it's 8%. That's eight percent. Wow! Tart sparkling ale with peach and tangerine. All right. That came out today, or it's not out yet, or what? what? That came out last week. Where is that? Is it around here or no? No, no, no. Yeah, it's brewery only. Oh yeah. That's what brought back to me. All right. Dig it. Dig the name and everything. That's really good. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna get Skip to bring some of this back to me on Saturday because uh, yeah, this is one of those beers that they let the wife get trashy on. Oh yes, yeah, dude, she love it. <laughs> it's eight percent. It's eight percent. You know, there's no, you don't even taste the booze. Like how he rotates it. It's delicious. We said we were gonna do pictures doing the uh, shit show. I can do pictures whenever the hell I want because I'm gonna forget it again. Yeah. So yeah, Parlo has uh, they've been killing it over there. We've been asking them like, hey. Y'all want to get back in distribution? Y'all want to get that? And they're just... They're just not ready they're yet? They're selling a lot out of their tap room, which, I mean, go more move, power man. more power yeah, to move, them, move, you know? Yeah, like, that's that's like, money hey, straight dude. to them, not to the distributor, unfortunately uh, yeah, for you. I mean, I mean, look, 
we want the breweries to thrive right now. I mean, it's a weird time. Exactly. So if yeah. they could thrive, then let them do it, man. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you, I, you guys aren't like Mockler or you know. No, no we are not. No, thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's if you want to kill it out of your tap room right now, we totally understand. I mean, that's do it, man. I mean, they, you, they're doing you, great over you there. You understand, Parlo. like that's how they have to keep the business open. Yeah. Like if they don't do that and all this shit, you know, dies down where you can start distributing for them again. If they if they're not open, then you have no business as well. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you understand it, like, look, you guys take care of you first. When you guys are ready to distribute, we'll be here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, we we I mean, would love to have some of their beer out there, if, but if you yeah. get some um, of the pilsners, man, and just put that. I mean, I gotta try these pilsners. Y'all been talking about killer. It's Executed well, just clean, crisp. Each one's very unique to the style he does. He does the Italian one. He does the Czech. He does the German. I mean, it's just all. What is the German one? Is that the one he does with the Bohemian? The the, the Ludwig von. Yeah, the Ludwig von. Yeah, Yeah. and then he does also a Bohemian one with Bohemian. I love love, like when I used to play it. Uh, Superior Grill all the time. Bohemia's was all that's what I gravitated to all the time. It like I'm not drinking freaking Corona and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like they got Bohemia, I'll get a bottle of that and drink that. When are you, Brad, gonna have the coach back? Because that coach is freaking awesome. Well, we can't fit in the schedule right now. I understand that. It, it does require some, even though it's an ale, it does require a little bit of a lagering period. To yeah. Some of that sulfur vibe and the yeast to mellow out. And that, that's that's the thing with lagers. Yeah, they're kind of cheap to make, but they stay in the fermenter so long. Yeah. And they got a condition to where they're just right. And you can't go and sell a can of just regular plant lager for eight dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody's gonna buy that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you get it, trying to fit a square peg to a round hole. Yeah. So um, no, when we get on the bigger system, yes, we are gonna start pushing out some lagers, pulses. We're going to have traditional with the non-traditional, and we're going to mix it up for sure. Cool. Nice, yeah. yeah because cool. because since your coach hasn't been available, I've uh, gotten into Rally Cap's coach that they have, and that's a that's a pretty solid coach. Well, Brad brewed the, uh, what was it? It was a Danish Pilsner, right? Yeah, the Numsahula. Yeah. We, we, released <laughs> that in can, we released that in cans uh, right when all this happened. We It was sitting, and we were going to release the tyrant, and all this happened. And, I mean, it went over well. It was great. I mean, I – think we all want to brew that style it's just like you said it's kind of hard to, 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 to tie up space with what we're doing now and you know it's, it's a lot of labor and it's not expensive to make them but it's a lot of labor intensive yeah. time you wait and you can't like you said you can't sell that for eight dollars a can mm-hmm. I mean you know so once obviously this is, I mean I, I think we're all in agreement that we would like to almost kind of like what Parlo is doing you know have pilsners and rotate different ingredients. Do like the Italian one. Do the German. You know, I mean, I think shit. We if we agree, I think that's what we like to drink anyway. <laughs> Their model is just so great because everything they're putting out is just quality. Yeah. It's just that they're, if they're not gonna put it out unless they actually prove that they're gonna drink it themselves. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're they're newly gone lager and their uh, art plus design. Their house lager. Yeah. Nice. I'll be on the lookout for those for sure. Uh huh. I see that. Maybe these eight percent. Get them going, right? <laughs> so that's, that's cool. Set the mood. 
Okay. Well, Brew Cray did their they did that Charles Pills, which was their shack, and it was good. Yeah. yeah. It's a novel. It's, sort of, it's a fun beer. They've been doing yeah. a bunch of those like that. Every day. It's the second one I've seen. I, <laughs> like that I got was some bags, stores really good brand Absolutely. I, I wish that. Yeah. I think that's a little bit harder to make. I don't think they make a lot of them. Right. But I mean, as far as marketing, you do a little bit better on the to appeal to the woman, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's gonna be good. But that would sell. Make the can a little pinker. Dude, I love a good Oktoberfest. <laughs> great rafts, uh, great raft and Urban South Oktoberfest. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad's Oktoberfest he brewed a couple of years ago was probably one of the best Oktoberfests I've ever had. Nice. And I was telling, it's, but see, like you were saying, like Oktoberfest, like to me, what I want October, I want heavy caramel notes. Yes. I want, Absolutely. I want a little bit of body, but I want that, like, that caramel. You want notes. that caramel just, like, punch you in the and, face. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I look for. And, you know, that's sometimes when I drink Oktoberfest, I'm like, eh, it just kind of falls kind of short. But I'm just like, man, I really want, like, to me, this year's, well, last year's, like, St. Arnold's Oktoberfest was heavy, heavy caramel vibes in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like St. Arnold's, you know, I like I like theirs. I mean, Urban South's had a good one. They could use more caramel. Yeah, it was good, but that, that man, you drank that, that's, the, you poured the St. Arnold's one, it was like that deep, deep, yeah. rich color. And it was like, man, you know. Great Raps is, is different because it's like, it's like not as much of that caramel coming through. You get a hint of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's still good, but it's just like it's not like I like that caramel up front. <laughs> yes. They had an Oktoberfest that was slim. Dude. They just had a little pretzel on yep. the I remember that. That was man. delicious, man. Dude. Uh, crazy. Like every time I went to Alexander's, I was picking up a six pack. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, the days. I'm hurry up before oh, the days. Uh, hopefully by October, we're all enjoying Oktoberfest together at some sort of fest. I hope so. Yeah. Somewhere outdoors would be great. Yeah. yeah. Beer festival. All right, so we got the Thriller. Thriller Vanilla. Thriller in Vanilla. This, this guy's is, hiding back there. What? This is the beer that started... Gilla. Well, it started fifty-one fifty, then it turned into Gilla. It's batch three. Um, I had this at the Baton Rouge Zoo. It brewed the zoo. And that is batch. You guys were tucked away you by like the tiger. <laughs> no, y'all had the brew at the zoo. Yeah, this wasn't that. No, it's not brewed the zoo. I had a. I thought I had a coffee one and brewed the zoo. You, no. you had a coffee one and yep. you had two Berliners. So what? This one wasn't brewed the zoo. You had juice run, I think. At juice run. Juice okay. runs boost. Yeah. All right. So. Thriller, little, <laughs> little, little, uh, right, Cliff. <laughs> I knew all the beers they had at Brewers. Uh, Zoo. Remembers everything. Well, well, I had each one. A little history on this beer. Oh, here we go. So, I was working at Tiger Tavern. Brad would come in me? and drink the product. And Brad approached and said, Hey, dude, you know, I do some home brewing, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm putting a beer into it. was not a waste festival. He brewed a pineapple milkshake IPA with whole leaf citra in it. He brought me a taste. I'm like, Dude, this beer is exceptionally. Well done. I was like, this beer's great. <laughs> and so that was back, shit, that was in the summer. And he kept coming in, you know, and we would talk beer. And I was like, man, you know what? We need to get together and brew a beer. You know, I was like, it's been a while since I brewed. 
and that was, was like three years ago shit. or something because that came up in my Facebook memories today. it was November of 18 Terra now and so we started talking and he was like what do you want to brew and I'm like well you know then I started thinking I was like best beers I had for the year and that's when Tired Hands first released the double cool. vanilla milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> Back, I mean, it was 17. It was actually 17, probably, because I was working at Tavern. Four hey, years. Man, yeah, four years. Not a way planned to have the first year that, that uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that means Mendoza seven, had it. Yeah, because I remember, right. the, I remember yeah, the yeah. Do, double milkshake from Tired Hands was like, yeah, 17. So we, that sounds right. Four years. Yep. So we decided to do the vanilla milkshake of our own. I was like, man, we and so we, we ended up, yeah, it was in November because we ended up getting it. We bottled some. And that's when DDH Ghost released for the first time. And we went to Paris, we got it, and I, we, had a, we had a little cool with bottles. And I gave some to Matt Nockin, Curtis, Ryan, you know, just passed those bottles to some people. And they were like, dude, this is like some legit stuff. And then yeah. we started talking, and it's like, hey, man, let's open a fucking brewery. <laughs> Meet my brewer. And so, yeah, this is, this is the beer that – that started Got it going? all this, you know. And well, I think uh, the third batch has been the best batch, period. There's so much more vanilla in this one Ooh, man. than the batch before it and the batch before that. Bruh. Like, my neighbors are always saying, like, they, they always say that you guys should have this one on tap all the time. Like, if we, when we get back to normal, like, I don't know if you guys have plans to keep something consistently on tap, but this, the guys in my neighborhood are like, dude, if they always had three little vanilla, I go there every damn day they had it. It's like candy. Yeah. It's pretty complex. Yeah. What 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 what's it hop with? Citra. No no mosaic. Mosaic. Okay, that makes sense. You got you got to put the most. That a worm? You got the worm in your tequila? Floaty boys up in there. What you got up in there? Some vanilla beans. But no, I any of the vanilla beers I've always seen they always have some mosaic to it, some citra. See, vanilla is a pretty expensive commodity, so we, we, when we first started dealing with the vanilla beers, we, we constantly kept switching, like, okay, let's use vanilla beans, let's use the paste, let's use this. And then, you know, it, it just started kind of getting out of hand, and we're like, okay, we got to, like, have some consistency with right. vanilla things. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a cost standpoint, you know, you, you can really get carried away with that genre. And... Uh, you know, just doing vanilla beans, whole beans is great, but you have to make a tincture with it. You gotta let it sit. It's gotta. So what? What are you guys using though? I had huge yeast we're, cake in my. We're actually using a cream now. A cream? Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's that's actually. made better. And it, what, is it's probably that, easier it, to mix. Huh? Yeah, it's easier Absolutely. to mix, right? Yeah. It's great, and we don't use much of it, and. Uh, I guess what we want, it adds the creaminess to it, but it also adds the vanilla vibes. We, we agree that it's a better product. Plus, it's a cheaper option for us, too. And Which, in turn, if we can get that, it's a lot easier to get that than to source vanilla beans. You know, vanilla beans run out all the time, but if we can get this, then we could make this on a full, big scale. I mean, there's definitely some beers that we would like to have on at all times i mean the original plan was for us to have state of mind our coffee stout just like rev you know have it on all the time have the on the rocks on you know and then do a version here or there you know split it off have gilla warfare on at all times yep. we'd like to have a warfare is hot yes have a, really have a pilsner on you know the easy drinking we make a blood orange wit that's killer 
that's something that was that, a good beer, yeah. yeah that's something that we yeah. So yeah, we want to have those five consistent beers on all the time if we can, especially with the bigger system. We'll be able to keep up, hopefully, with demand, and then leave the rest of the taps for blushes, stouts, new IPAs, you know. But try to have some consistency when people come in and say, "Oh well, I had that coffee beer y'all had. Oh, you still got it on? Yeah, good, because you know that's what we get a lot of this time too." Is well, shit, I just came last week, and I had this beer. Now you don't have it on, and I want some more. It's like, well, <laughs> nice. I don't know what to tell you, my guy. <laughs> well, that's, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, the your average Bud Miller core drinkers, they don't understand, like, some beers are seasonal. Like, you can only get certain ingredients for certain beers at certain times. Yeah. If you're drinking lagers and pilsners all year long, I mean, that's just a, that's just a style that's available. Yeah. You know, it's, it's readily there. Like, like myself. Just as personal preference, I, I hate stouts during the summer. Like I just, I cannot. Really? Okay. I cannot bring myself to drink one. I'm gonna drink one now. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to just poo-poo all over arm. that. Twist my arm. Yeah. But no, I just, I, I would, I, th- I would rather have like a New England IPA or a nice, like refreshing Goza or a yeah. Polish, like lawnmower beers, like something that the heat is so oppressive down here. Like I can't imagine drinking a 12 percent. Imperial stout, like yeah. cutting the grass. No, 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 not at all. No, no, yeah. But yet he just made a fifteen point seven five. See, actually sixteen. Jeez, sixteen. See, I, big boy. Stouts are what brought me into craft beer, yeah. like old Rasputin and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what old brought me into Rasputin, just, dude. Old Rasputin was just like that was OG. my jam back in the day. Hey, they they gone. Uh, I know, but like I will drink. Where you at, Pelican? <laughs> yeah, I will drink stouts in the summer, but like, I'm I'm with you, Brad. I'm, after I've done a bunch of yard work and stuff, that's not what I want. But if it's like a Friday night and I'm watching a movie or something, I just had dinner, like something like a nightcap, I'll open a stout. And normally, like, I won't drink a full stout. My roommate will split one. Yeah. But I, I will drink stouts year round. Like, I just love that, that chocolate, that roastiness. I just love that flavor. That roastiness mellowed so well, nice. I would say it mellowed out quite yeah, nice. So this is our Gillis State of Mind. So it's uh, Drew Maranto with Titan Coffee. He's our exclusive coffee roaster. He roasts at Cafecito as well. And, uh, we yeah, get I a, know Drew, yeah. Yeah, we get a mix of his Gillis State of Mind and, and one of the other beans that Brad and him hand-selected. And... Same thing, coffee stout, heavy coffee forward, a little vanilla to round it out on the end. Yeah, their, their Paris state of mind is great. When I had this espresso blend, I was like, man, that's, that's, some, that's some legit stuff right there. So he makes a blend of that and lets us use Wait, it. We're waiting for you. What are you waiting for me for? Yeah, cool. you want, we want you, yeah, but we wanted to like use like embrace it and oh, I've, I've yeah. embraced it. I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Just waiting for you to embrace it now. Every time I've had it, it's been good. I mean, yeah, it's a good beer. I've had this. I've had this in the tap room before, and it was delicious. And like, it's still. I mean, it's and it's a, it's another coffee beer where it's not the coffee notes aren't overpowering. It's a great balance. It's like very the. I'm getting some vanilla notes on it. Mm-hmm. And the coffee is there, but it's not like I'm, I don't feel like I'm drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know? That roastiness, the chocolate. Roastiness, chocolate. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy coffee for it. You know, for the this first month. This isn't a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for, the month, for the first month or two, but I mean, when was that can? Give me that. I mean, that was can. 
in May. So I mean, it's about a month. Oh, old. really? Okay. So yeah. it's it's mellowed out. I mean, it's definitely heavy coffee for it. For the I mean, it only lasts like about consider, yeah, consider four, was, four days here. This was canned in May. The coffee notes are still shining. And, uh, you know, when we brought that one, you know, I mean, I, I'll give it to, to Parrish on that. I mean, Rev was Rev is just set the limit for coffee. I mean, you could drink that in the morning. So when we talked about this, it was like, you know, how do we make our beer a Rev? You know, yeah, no one to make it. Like, no one to make it. No one to make it Rev. Like, but when you wake up in the morning, like, oh, I can open this and drink it like a cup of coffee. I mean, we did the. I mean, this is pretty much. This is pretty much the. Do not. Touch my coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it's basically what that beer, and I mean, we won our first award at Cap City with that beer. Yeah, yeah, um, you did. First place, and then we won at Bayou, uh, what was it? Bayou, what's the Bayou one in Hampton? Bayou Beer Fest in Homo. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a fun festival, man. We, we won there now with I was, it. I was sad about that one. Like, we were, we were set to go do the podcast there and, like, yeah. interview all the homebrewers and stuff. I was really disappointed that that fell through because of all the COVID-19 stuff. Unfortunate. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Considering this was canned in, in May, the coffee notes are just. Oh, this one. Uh, well, it's, it's no, May too. Man. They released the same. They released the same. You're week. behind, Cliff. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no wait. What am I? Yeah. Drink that was another one, Chuck. Yeah, but give me one more. It's still. This one was canned in May too, so, so I'm not lying. Are you going to do a double vanilla version of State of Mind? Because like they did with Rev. Because. I don't like Rev, but I like double vanilla Rev. I mean, we could. I mean, we could take that anywhere you want it. You could do. Well, if you did the orange vanilla. You could do chocolate milk sippy. You could oh, do the hazelnut yeah. too. You could, I mean, you could do. Yeah, so you do some, you could, some spin-offs. I would, it prefer, preferably me, if I was going to choose, being that the type of coffee drink I like to go, when I go, I would like caramel macchiato. It. Ooh. All right. Don't be teasing. You know, heavy. <laughs> do, do, like, do like a caramel cream sauce in it. And hit it with it, you know that that would be up my angle. Yeah. That's what I like to drink. I'd like to do mm. white chocolate almond. Mm. Ooh, do that too. All right. damn it! Yeah, the white chocolate. Plainly, I emotions now, yeah. Smokey. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna drink that crappy community tomorrow morning. Yeah, I just like thinking about that. Just like yeah. Oh, First thing is, I walk into guarantee. I'm gonna go to the kitchen <laughs> pour that. I can have an 8.1 percent, you know, <laughs> coffee suck. stout right now. Nobody even knows. I saw you did the uh, the Sin City, the raspberry white chocolate. Lush, white chocolate's a interesting oh, ingredient to uh, to mess with. It's a it's a delicate ingredient. Like a white chocolate macadamia stout. Doesn't Untitled Art do one like that? Babe, that that was that's what put them on the map. Yeah, in this area. that macadamia yeah. stout that, that killed it. Killer. Yeah, I never did got you, my hands on it. Every time I tried to get it, it was sold out like everywhere. Triple IPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, that was impressive. Like a triple I. I've never seen a triple IPA in the store on a shelf. And Untitled Art has a shelf triple IPA in a can. Really? And it's pretty damn good. Huh. Yeah. Like, it's... We didn't get a lot. I, the problem has been we're ordering more than what they can give. Yeah. So, you know, they, so what, what, do you, what do these guys give you? They give you a sheet like what we, we plan to distribute outside of the brewery? Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, we want all of it. I mean, it's essentially this is our brew. This is our brew. Give us all your beer. This yeah. is our brew schedule. We uh-huh. put together an order sheet. We send. What's it to our them. max? 
and we over order every time. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's that. That's I, been where I don't, we're at I don't, now. I don't hear Jackie complaining because every time she gets an untitled art, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's done. I haven't <laughs> had a bad untitled art beer so far. Like I've tried yeah. every everything. And Dude, it's that been peach really good. one they did with Ooh, the, the dry that, hop peach. That, that, that was it, it tasted like every time I had one. I even waited like two weeks on purpose. I'm like, it still tastes like fresh peaches. Yeah. Uh, it was, the beer it was that crazy. did. It, I mean, the macadamia stout they yep. did was great. The beer that I was telling Jordan today, the beer that did it for me with them was that Rainbow Sherbet, though. It oh, the Rainbow Sherbet so good. For a mass-produced fruit and sour. That's my point. It was killer. Like, these are shelf beers that are like, you thought you went to the and brewery and picked IPA them up. And even that they yeah. did with that Russian brewery. Yeah, oh, that, that was good. That was uh, a good. That was a, that, one. that was a good. Yeah, that was um mass-produced IPA. They keep the calling them generic names, and it drives me crazy though. Like juicy IPA or something. Yeah. I can't remember which that. But they one do was that called. on purpose for marketing. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. They, they use very. They, they use keywords on purpose, yeah. but it's still. No, the like, cheesecake stout is yeah. the blueberry one. Is is, is that, good. That's a fun beer to drink if you haven't had that barrel aged blueberry. A, tri- a triple IPA on the shelf in a store. Wow, that should not happen. Could, uh, yeah. So I was kind of hesitant. I was I like, I think we Holy still have crap. probably uh, three quarters of a quarter of like, mm. Okay. All right. I'm going to take two quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll take them. No, they, um, so one, one of the things they did right before we signed them is they bought uh, some equipment to stabilize their beers. So now they're okay. able to uh, For a triple to be on the shelf. And good. then add whatever they want to it. And we don't have to worry about like. Shelf stability. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was the big deal with Parish and their sips. Like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They patent that whole process to where we can put a fruit beer, like heavy fruit beer, on a shelf, and it's going to be fresh. Yeah. When, yeah. That's why I was like, how do you put a triple IPA on a shelf? Because I get paranoid when this thing is shipping uh, two or three carefully. days from my house. <laughs> exactly. Huh? Which is why we get triple IP triple right IP? here. Yeah. yeah. Monkish. Uh, carefully. Like, <laughs> we know what we're getting. We're I get boy. them and I put them in the fridge for at least 48 hours before we drink them. Yeah. Just because I'm, I want to be conditioned back yeah. in the cold cold temperature oh, because the triple IPA. It, Reformentation can happen easily in a triple IPA. So when I saw a triple IP on a shelf at Harvest, I was like, and we've came one we came a long way where i see a triple ip on a shelf but two, like how do you scientifically have a triple ipa on your shelf that's that's pretty impressive I, it is impressive yeah I, I mean with that brewery that's that's been with them if they say it's going to taste like something yeah, that's absolutely. what it's going to taste like yeah and yeah. we have not had any problem with stability we haven't had any problem with consistency yep. i mean it's just yeah, they, I haven't seen anyone great. complain about any beers from Untitled Art. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's what I was saying. Strawberry banana beer has been the only complaint. And it was like people buying it and saying, like, this tastes like banana. And it's like, you bought a beer. It's a strawberry banana, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it it I don't says know. strawberry banana. That's what you're getting, bro. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what else to tell you. there's anything from this brewery that I, I figured out, it's we like. a nice kill shot tastes, the other night. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they, uh, they oh, taste oh, like, they say it's going to taste like it. It's going to taste like it. They made some lager with a bunch of like, sexy New Zealand hops. It was, it was, oh. I think we actually have a can there. Yeah, the New Zealand so, pills. I, I, I drank uh, several of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got the New Zealand really pills back there. I mean, that's the thing. I had all this stuff and I ordered a bunch because we were selling good, and then all it happened, and I had to yeah. get rid. I had to basically move all our package. Wait, from so here. yeah, what did you do with your kegs that you got that came? I in? actually moved them to Quaker State because our landlord was no part shit. of uh, owner of Quaker State, and they, they weren't open yet. Up? Yeah. Okay. You don't have any extra kegs that you just you're still sitting on, right? Yeah, well, I have thirty kegs of guest beer sitting in my cooler right now. 
God, that, I, wish I, I wish I had a little kegerator. It's not IPAs. They're not all they're all sours and. Yeah, but see, you should have I got two kegs of King of Carrot flowers back there. So. Ooh, we just sit in the I back bought from of the right now. A couple of dandy can, a couple of dandy candies. I got the BA. Like I got twenty two neighbors who just sat in the keg. And we well, we so once the license, once I actually have the, know, our man. license in hand next week, we'll list the beers we have a guest. Okay. And then say, hey, look, we'll probably do like. 20 crowlers of it. You want to buy one? We'll can 20 like crowlers. Your lagers and your sours, so you can you can see. Yeah, so yeah. with stout, I, I kept we kept all the stouts and the sours, anything that we knew would hold up. I got a, like the rainbow sherbet that we were just talking about from Untitled York. I have yeah. a full quarter oh, keg of it just sitting back there. It hadn't even been tapped yet. I've never had monkish. You never had a monkish? Never had a monkish. We're going to pop your cherry with a double dry hop triple IPA oh, shit. of mockeries. Okay. <laughs> triple. Um, basically, Monkish. I've seen, it, I've seen it hops in the hollows, but yeah, I have not. Monkish, Monkish has found a hollows. really good base, and it, it gets, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, you've had a Monkish, you've had an all them all because they had a really good base, and they just changed the hop combo. Nice and yeah. yellow. But they're, so pretty much what Spindle Tap does. Okay. They had a good base. Yeah, and yeah. Went, no, it's if you ever noticed the spindle tap, every one of them is eight percent. Mm. It's just a different hop combo. Yeah. yeah, Equilibrium does a little bit of that, but you know they, I mean, they, they changed it up some. But, but if you got a really good base, oh, go ahead. It's really yeah, what you need, man. it's just a canvas. I like yeah, the. It's, uh, a, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. much kind of how we do our IPAs. The only New England style that's different, that's kind of off the beaten path, is flux capacitor, which mm. should be coming out next week. Yeah. Mm. So four hopped. Chris Frank will be happy. That he will be. <laughs> Damn, that is. That oh. dude is a, just a bundle of joy. Every time I post something, that's your partner, bro. Oh, that dude, like, I, I got, like, you see the post with the the legit snack? He was like, I saw, I saw him say something about. You yeah, got so I, I got like, like what six cases of it, right? And he goes, I thought the the limit was six. <laughs> then they told me it was two. Did you have 24 people go pick up your beers? I'm like, no, dude. Like, why don't you just call me? I can go get your beers. But you always come on here and, like, want to poop on everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's are pooping on stuff. That's close spot now. <laughs> They've been partners for a long time. <laughs>